going? Hello, there was a pause as I started. I should really restart, but I won't and I shan't. Welcome to the Random Podcast. Hey guys, hey gals. Hey everyone. Monday the 2nd of October, apparently. 2017. Random Podcast number 55. With me, the Imperial, external, internal, and extroverted host mark his welcome one and all it's october you know what that means it is halloween songs till you get enough oh no that's not halloween song i'm kind of tired but it's only eight o'clock I woke up at nine, but I fell asleep about four thirty, four thirty, four thirty. No, no. I took a nap today at twelve thirty in the afternoon. It's pretty impressive, even for a real winner like myself. That's an early time for an early nap. Then I worked out. Oh, I worked out hard, ladies and gentlemen. I've been working out hard all week. Myself. My buddy Chris have been pushing each other and working out hard. And here's what's been going on. We've been burning calories. Like a thousand calories some days. Over a thousand. About 800 something. It's a lot. If I'm on my own, I'll, if I'm running on a treadmill, I'll hit a hundred and be like, all right, that's a, let's call it quits. That seems like a lot of calories to me. That seems like a pint or two sweated out of my system. So goodbye, there's no one to check up on me, so I'm going to quit. I've done a hundred and I'm sweating. Good night, Irene. But now that I do it with Chris, we push and push and we've been working. I'd say this week I've worked out the most, the hardest of all, like day after day. Day after day, people, five days in a row. We did two days of leg days. Oh, by Christ, I couldn't walk. There was pain, but then the second leg did, the pain went away. You got to push through the pain, people, push through, push through the pain. But here's a weird thing, even though sweating balls, doing good weights, I seem to be getting chunkier, and not in a good way, more in a porky kind of way, like a pig, really, really grown out I used to have some definition, and now my body's kind of like turning into a mix between a little pig and a little potato. Kind of like one of those weirdly shaped sweet potatoes, maybe, as opposed to the traditional normal Irish potato. Uh, so that's cool. That's cool that I'm just getting... Because I can't figure out my top is... I'm wearing a top that I can't figure out it was tight, because I shrunk it. Or because I'm after getting porky. Porkies, they call me Porky Mac. Who's that coming down the street? Porky Mac, Porky Mac is. That's what they'll say in my head. I think to myself, I've got love handles. But then the next day, I'll think, no, I'm okay. Do I have body dysmorphia? Probably. So that's nice. I actually don't know what's going on because I'm sweating more. Working out harder. And now I weigh over 200 pounds. It better not be all muscle. I used to weigh like 190. 
Now I weigh 204. So that's unfortunate. I didn't want to break the 200 pound barrier. Even though I'm 6'2", maybe six, almost 6'3". Six Beautiful, stunning man. Until I start working out harder with Chris. Is he trying to sabotage me? Even though he's got the success and the unreal house in the hills and the unreal cars. Was he jealous of my 8-pack? That's the question on everyone's lips. It's cool to see his success because it's like, oh, that's that's what is attainable if you really apply yourself and put in a lot of effort and don't just meander through life. If you apply yourself, Marky boy, you could have all this. Or you could focus on non-existent love handles. Yes, brain, I think we'll take option B, please. I'll take option B to go. Love handles is, they call me. It all stems back from when I ate too much cereal as a child and was called fat. Chubby cheeks, chubby cheeks his. And that led to me sucking my cheeks in while taking photos because I'd look in the mirror and I'd see a fat face. And I'd suck my cheeks in so when it became time to smile, I'd suck them in again, ruining family photos for years. Until recently, when this hot girl just said, Get over yourself. Nobody cares. I model for a living. Nobody cares. And I thought to myself, do you know what? That's a good point. Plus, if this beautiful woman is telling me, Don, who cares about looks? Maybe I'll trust her. What does she have to gain? Although this woman came up to me the other night. I was at a gig somewhere. And she was just like, I just want you to know... I think you're attractive in a weird, ugly way. I was like, what? And there was a person next to me, and he started laughing. I was like, wait, could you say that again? She's like, yeah, you're like, in a weird, ugly way, you're kind of good looking. I was like, why well, do you have to include the weird, ugly way part? And she said, I just do. That's how I feel. I needed to tell you. <coughs> so that was lovely. That was nice to be called weird, ugly, beautiful. All in one foul swoop. Same sentence. Thank you very much. Porky Pig Hayes appreciates it. Here's a great joke I thought of the other day. I could never date a girl who looks like a pig. Purely because I'm a vegan. That would be awkward. Jesus, what a bad joke. Thank God I don't tell these jokes on stage because they're off. Here's another one. Although this is kind of funnier. Um, no, I can't tell actually. There's no context. Let's just say, oh, I was going out with this girl once and she didn't know how to do abbreviations and texts. And she kept asking me, what does LOL mean? What does LMAO mean? What does IDK mean? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, I knew you're stupid. My mother was right. You're an idiot of a man. And then I'm like, no, it means I don't know. And she's like, I know you don't know. You don't know anything. Classic. Thank you. Make sure to come see my stand up. If you want to, I won't be saying any of those jokes, thankfully. So that's nice. That's a nice little touch. You won't get to hear any of it. Porky big hairs. Oh, my body's pink too. We're like Chris's sweat dripping. I mean dripping. We do these ladders exercises. Then we run up a hill. <coughs> then we run up the side of his house. And he's successful, so he's got a lot of steps in the side of his house. And we run and we run and we run. And then we do it and sit-ups and everything. And then we're just burning and burning and the sweat's dripping 
And then uh, I saw a photo of myself and I was like, oh, I kind of look like a pig. Like a pig who's sweating profusely. Like a pig who's been covered in water or juice. For some reason, the more I work out, the worse I look. And the less I booze, the worse I look. So that's pretty, pretty, pretty nice. Pretty unfortunate, but it's pretty nice. That nothing is as you ever think it might be. Happy days. Uh, what else has been going on? People calling me ugly. That's always nice. Me looking in the in the mirror and seeing a pig. That's always nice too. Pig boy hairs. They call me the pig boy hairs. Oh my gosh, shootings in Vegas. That's always that's American life. What a weird country. Weird, weird. A lot of people in LA are weird as funk too. Seems to be. Whenever there's a tragedy in America, everyone everywhere, especially in LA, is like, okay, how can I make this all about me? I love Vegas. I was there once. Oh my God, this this hurts my soul. Another thing, Tom Petty died today. Did he die? First he died, then he didn't die, and then he died again. Then I went working out. So I think he's dead. What a legend. But uh, I saw the girls then posting half-naked pictures with the caption, Pray for Vegas, R.I.P. Tom Petty. Thank you. Those half-naked photos of you on a beach somewhere, they really helped. They helped through the pain and the sadness. Can't beat the people in L.A. Something feckin' else. <coughs> oh, shout-out to our... Uh, Speaking of pork, we forgot to mention our uh, sponsors this week. This week, our podcast sponsors, shout out to Petey's Poherky. Petey's Poherky. Do you like pork, but you're a vegan? Well, look no further than Petey's Poherky. You've heard of turkey, you've heard of tofurkey. Welcome to Petey's Poherky world. Tastes like pork, but is not pork. It is a foreign subject in the vegan world. Tofu mixed with the sweet, sweet flavor of pork. You need bacon? Look no further than Petey's Porky. Based out there in Pittsburgh, Petey uh, grew up in the city of Pittsburgh. Never saw a pig in his life. However, he did imagine the taste of pork every day. Little did Petey know he could have just tried a pig. But Petey, he took one step further. He came up with his own artificial pork. Poor Herky. Tis the season for Halloween. There's going to be a lot of Halloween parties, people. And you know what you're going to need? You're going to need appetizers at your party. But you don't want to be hurting any pigs. No, you certainly don't. You want to be getting the top-rated, sorry, the third top-rated meat substitute in the vegan world in America, Petey's Poor Herky. He also has a range of beef, beef herky. That's beef mixed with tofu and turkey. No animals were hurt on Petey's Poor Herky's farm. And Petey's Beef Herky, only a couple of dogs were hurt, but that was a different incident. That was, uh, they got milk poisoning. Uh, but Petey said he, they, they all recovered, they're all fine. So that's nice. Uh, Petey's Poor Herky. For all your Halloween 
pork party needs. Thanks, Petey. Certainly gave me a good copy to read this week. Uh, we also have Mike, Mikey and his mugs. Mikey and his mugs. Uh, do you like tea? Do you like coffee? Do you like drinking? Glass of water. Have you ever gotten flowers? Didn't know what to do with them. You didn't have a vase. Well, welcome to Mikey's mugs. For all your mug needs. You ever just want to put your fist in a mug of water? Don't we all, Mikey? Don't we all? Mikey came up with the mug idea one day at pottery class. He was 14 in school, just making pots. He said, the pot life ain't for me, lads. Not for me. No, no, I'm a mug man. Since then, Mikey's mugs have lit up the coast of Ireland, where people really like a mug of tea. Mikey went on to buy a castle with the mug money that he made, but he never lost his, his love of the mug. He was always a, a, a mug man. Mugly Mike, they call him, because he was an ugly man too, but then again, are we all? We're all a bit ugly in some way. If you look hard enough, even the most beautiful of mugs has a flaw. Not Mikey's, though. Mikey's mugs are perfect. They'll never let you down unless you break them. Then you've let yourself down because, by God, Mikey's mugs have been handcrafted for centuries now. I think Mikey got uh, years wrong with centuries, but there we go. Thanks to our uh, sponsors this week on the podcast, uh, Mikey's mugs and uh, Petey's Paul Farkey. Petey's Paul Farkey. I remember one time I was back at a party. Have I told a story in the podcast before? Who knows? We're back to this Chinese girl. She was Chinese-Irish. Went back to her house after some bar. This is back home in Ireland. Um, After party haze, they'd call me. I was down for the after party. And we go back to this girl's house. She was Chinese. Half Chinese, half Irish. And uh, in our house... Very nice house. And I was like, oh, you're going to get a glass of water. And there was a glass next to the fridge or next to the sink. And I poured myself a nice glass of lukewarm water from the tap. And I was like, oh, this is kind of a weird glass. But it was, uh, it was uh, in my head, I was like, this must be a traditional uh, Chinese kind of glass. You know me, I don't want to insult the culture. I'll just drink it from the weird. It's got ridges and it's kind of weird. Seems to be dirt in the bottom, but you know, yeah, that's how Chinese glasses are, is what I said to myself in my head. And uh, just drinking water at this after party. It wasn't a great after party, just hanging out in the kitchen, you know, a little bit of a uh, little bit of the old shifting, as they say, shift hairs. Um, and eventually she was like, Why are you drinking from the vase? And I was like, What? Is this not a traditional Chinese glass? And she said, no, that's a flower vase. And there's still dirt in the bottom. You didn't notice the leaf. And I was like, oh, I thought it was like a minted water situation. But at least I didn't disrespect the culture. Huh, guys? Polite haze, they call me. Never got an invite back to that house party ever again. You know, you take the rough with the smooth. You take the vases with the glasses. Anyway, check out Mikey's mugs. If you ever need a vase or something to drink water from at an after party, he is your man. The man with the plan. I actually lived in Hong Kong before. Maybe I'll talk about that. 
because I'm train of thought is gone. I went to Hong Kong. Jesus, the heat in Hong Kong. Unreal. The sweats. I sweat like a pig already. This was next level. It was ridiculous. So when was this? I went to college. Finished school. Went to college. Met a girl. Didn't really like what I was doing in college. She was going to Hong Kong. I was like, oh, I'll drop out and come along. So I go to Hong Kong. Although the night before we go to Hong Kong, we break up. As you do when you're like 18 and not a clue what's going on. So we don't speak on the flight over there. I actually snuck into first class too. Say nothing. Say nothing. I got grief because of that. But we get to Hong Kong and Rob's on and off in Hong Kong. But the heat is just, the sweat is unreal. It's like a, a wet, hot rug is on you the whole time. I remember the first night we were out there. Jeez, I like, when I start sweating, I can't stop. It just pisses out of me. And this was just nonstop pissing. And my stomach, I felt so dodgy because I was sweating so much. The heat, I just couldn't hack it. And then I had to wear pants the first night. We went for dinner with uh, my ex's parents. And uh, went to some Chinese restaurant or Indian restaurant, maybe. Yeah, that was it, actually, Indian. And I was just, I couldn't stop sweating. And I was like, oh, yay, I know what's going to happen now. Diarrhea, here it comes, any moment. So we go to the Indian restaurant, and they're like, do you want a drink? And I was like, oh, I just, my stomach is dodged. And they're like, ah, beer will calm it down. So they give me, like, a warm beer or something. And I'm like, oh, this is not great. But I'll drink it. So we drink it. They order some food. And then I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom a sec. And the place is roasting, too. Like, the heat from the kitchen is just unreal. Everything is just hot. And I go to the bathroom, and I think I'm in there for the entire meal. I just couldn't. I did you ever go, like, it's so bad, you just have to strip fully naked. Like, everything came off, top, then my pants had to come off. Shoes were off, obviously, at that point. Even my socks, I was just, like, fully naked, sweating, being like, please, God, please stop this stomach terrorist from ruining my night. I'll do anything. Please, just please. And at the end of the meal, they come out, and they're all just like, uh, what was wrong with you? I was like, oh, there's the queue for the bathroom. Don't mind that I've been in there for 45 minutes to an hour. <coughs> I tried some food. I'm like, nah, I don't need food. I'm grand. So then uh, we leave her parents, and then we go out somewhere in Kowloon. I don't know where we were. Kowloon sounds like a name that is in Hong Kong. And uh, we have to get the subway or something. From where we are, Stanley, I do believe it's called. And we have to go downtown. So we get by the subway station and we can hear a train. And my ex is like, oh, we got to run quick. And I was like, oh, yes, running while having diarrhea. That's what we want. Because she was like, oh, we, if you're sick, we should go home. And I was like, no. I'll stomach through it. I'm a tough man. I'm not going home like this. Not my first night out. Time to live it up. So uh, we run. Oh, yeah, we have to run for the the train. 
and the sweat. I was like, oh, this is the worst idea I've had ever in my entire life. So we missed the train because I was just like almost in tears. Stop, I can't. And then we get downstairs and there's like no AC on the ground. And I, oh, I was wearing a blue top too, which is great. Baby blue hides the sweat well. And Jesus, did I start sweating. And I couldn't stop. So it was like my top hat, top came off. So I'm on the ground, topless. And I was like, it's too much. My pants came down. I was sitting down next to this old Chinese man. His wife was trying to feed me water. The two of them start fanning me. People are looking at me like, is he going to die? What's wrong with him? And I'm just trying to speak English to all these Chinese people. They don't really speak the language. And I'm just like, oh, my stomach, terrorist, the heat, diarrhea. By the time the next train came, I was kind of cooled down. <coughs> Still goosed. <coughs> Jesus, I was so goosed. Can't hack the heat, people. Can't hack the heat. But we get, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, this story keeps going. Happy days, keeps going, keeps gibbering. I like the way I don't think about anything. And then it's just there talking and it comes out in monotone. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I should say. But we go downtown anyway. We go to all these different bars. Just boozing. And obviously after a few boozes, I feel better. Because that's some weird way the body works. I've forgotten about the the heat and the diarrhea eventually. So we're out and about. And we meet our friends. Oh, we go to this fancy bar. And they're like, oh, he needs to wear a shirt and a, a blazer. So I'm wearing extra layers. And I'm just like, oh, that's not good. And all our friends are posh. And uh, like Jauncey and Jupiter and Amanda. Is it Amanda? It's not really a posh word. And Senegal or I don't know, all these posh people. They probably thought I was an Irish pikey. In my baby blue and my sweat, and I was just deflated. But I was like, eh, sure, fake it, let's just get drunk, and then I won't care. So we go to that one place, and then we go to another place, and then we go to a good bear finally. It's actually a good bear, and uh, I'm finally in good form. And now we're all, f- all our friends are fans of me. And we, st- we were still broken up at this point. But like, what are you going to do? We were in Hong Kong. We were being like, amicable. And I'm playing pool and people are buying me shots. And I'm like, yes, I'm invincible now. And uh, everyone's having a great laugh. And then my ex is like, I'm going to go home. You can stay here if you want. And I was like, all right, I'm flying out. Jesus, I love Hong Kong. I love this place. And she was like, all right, here's the address. Just get a taxi home. So she leaves, and then I'm just with all her buddies. Life and soul. Life and soul at the party here, they call me. I'm doing shots. I'm playing pool. 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 pool Jesus. Pool. Hustling them all for some money. Hustling all these fancy rich people. And uh, eventually I'm like, okay, I'm goosed. I need to go home. I shouldn't have drank that those tequila shots. Time for me to depart. Uh... So I got a cab on my own. And my ex had told me some stuff like Li Dong Gai. Li Dong Gai, I think, is Chinese for uh, just here will do, I think. And then Fidi La is like, oh, come on, hurry up. So they're the only two phrases I knew. And uh, we get in and he's trying to speak Chinese to me. And I'm like, Li Dong Gai. 
Fadi la. Just hammered, being like a tool. And next time I'm like, oh, I'm getting the spins. I was only 18. Getting the spins in the back of this taxi. Oh, no. <coughs> so I'm like to the taxi guy, you got to pull over, I'm going to puke. You got to pull over, I'm going to puke. He didn't pull over in time, people. I was one of those clowns puking in a cab. Uh, and then he pulled into a garage petrol station and he freaked out and he got a hose and he hosed me down while I was in the back of the cab and he made me take off my t-shirt and I had to clean the back of the cab this is a great story really oh, me and my parents are not listening to this lovely story and I had to like clean off the back of the cab with the hose and my t-shirt and for some reason then after he was just like he took me home but whatever the temp oh there was AC obviously in the cab there was AC in all these bars too there wasn't AC in the first restaurant or in the subway so we got back to where my ex lived like really cool fancy building oh this story takes way worse turns way way worse turns so we get back to the building and I'm like ghost the tequila's all kicking in jet lag the whole shebang I show up to the building. I'm not wearing the top because I cleaned off the cab with this top. And um, we get in and it's fancy. They let me in because I'm on the loo list. So the door security dudes let me in, this topless idiot. I get into an elevator. I'm goosed for some reason. I'm like, it's too hot. So I take off my shoes and my socks, and I kick them off in the elevator. And I'm like, well, it's still too hot. So we get to the floor. And there's only two apartments on each floor. Um, so I get to the door, and by this point, my pants are off. So now I'm just in my boxers in this fancy building. Luckily, I went into the right apartment. And then I just got naked. As you do, for no apparent reason. I was like, it's still too hot. No socks are needed. Still too hot. Time to take off my boxers. And then I go to the bathroom, and I'm just like, I'm going to get sick again. But maybe I won't. But maybe I will. Maybe I'll just sit down here naked on the floor. Just in case I get the pukes. Or the other ends. Who knows what will happen. And then my ex found me the next day, naked, on the bathroom floor. Well, now that's a story I wasn't expecting to tell you all, although it is in my book, Freedom. So, yeah, I could see why we broke up. Although we got back together after that. But then we broke up again. But then we got back together. But then we broke up again. She's Hong Kong's unreal, though. It's, like, cool as funk. And all the signs were in English, too, <coughs> because all the English people live there. <coughs> um. so yeah that's always nice naked in Hong Kong lovely naked in Hong Kong I remember it was like coming into tsunami, tsunami weather or something typhoon weather and the whole building would sway and you're just like oh the building's gonna fall over but it wasn't because they had a built to sway in the wind so you're up like I don't know how many floors we were up 30 or 40 or whatever it was and you're swaying in the wind being like this feels lovely <coughs> I remember, too, because I was white, uh, because you're white, people are like, oh, you should be a model. 
And because it was like, oh, you're tall and white. You should be a model. And I was like, ah, I don't have any confidence in how I look, but okay. Because they told me how much models made. So this like one company was like, uh, yeah, call in. We'll take some headshots. Have a chat. <coughs> and I was like, all right, cool. So I put on my best white T-shirts, pair of jeans. And then I had to go from Stanley into their office, which is miles away. Which involved, there was no subway for some reason, so I had to get the bus. 45 minutes on the bus. Then I was walking around. Uh, ridiculously humid. Hong Kong. Just like beyond belief. Just everything was sticking to me. Big pink porky head up on me. Porky hair as they called me. My hair had gone from being gelled and looking suave. To just a big ball of fluff. <coughs> and I show up. My top is covered in sweat. I show up to this model audition, honestly looking probably the worst I could possibly look. <coughs> um, <coughs> all I was missing was a few, was an eyebrow, something that shaved off my eyebrows. That probably would have made me look worse, but besides that, it was the worst I could look. <coughs> and needless to say, they never called me back. So that was the end of my modeling career. But I remember you'd see, like, some white people, they weren't that good looking, but they had huge billboards just because they were really white. And, like, the women used to wear white tights just to make themselves look whiter. They used to take, like, pills and stuff to make themselves look whiter. I'm assuming they were placebo pills, but they were all about the white, the whitewashing. Which is a pity because I was pink. Pink from the heat and pink from this porkiness that is just below the surface at all times so that's a good is that a good place to end it that I was naked in Hong Kong Hong Kong is although I was living like a king too because my ex her parents had like an unreal apartment and then we were joined this country club in the middle of the city and it was just like this huge place with a cinema and bowling alley and a pool and restaurants and you get your hair cut remember I got my hair cut and uh, they barely took anything off it. And they probably charged me like $200 or something. But they charged it to their account. And I was like, no, I must pay. And they're like, no, we don't do that. We have to charge the account you're under. And I was like, well, they're going to be pretty annoyed because you barely took anything off it. And you charged me $200. I should have just shaved my head be like, yeah, they charged They said, this is what they charged 200 for. So, yeah, I have painted Hong Kong in the greatest of uh, lights because I was naked doing uh, diarrhea, but it's well worth the trip. Right, and that bum note. Check me out on Instagram, Snapchat, all that. At Trickadoo, Trickadoo, Trickadoo. Check out my books on Amazon, Random, Random, and Freedom. Until next time, Kudook, Adoo. Kudook, Adoo. Check one. Look, look, look.